This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. 50 years after the final Harry Potter book, Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike, and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote a series of seven Harry Potter fan fiction novels. This is book three in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Commentors from Kazkaban. everyone welcome to harry potter and the boys a fan fiction podcast by me radio mike jackie hatton is here again finally welcome i made it and you're sick so we're like very grateful you are doing this right now i know you guys are gonna get this the the sick and sultry voice i'm gonna make this a very sexy episode oh yeah i'm excited (laughs) for that Uh Fuck. We're doing it at your house as well, and your dog is here. Should we introduce your dog to anyone watching the video? No, the dog Mindy doesn't want to come up. She's 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 doing something. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing this because at the moment I'm in Europe living it up. You're sick right now, but probably when this is out, you won't be sick, which is good. Yeah. Which is good. And you have before we get into Harry Potter related stuff. You have a show at the Melbourne Fringe Festival. I we do. Ha- we have to plug it. So plug plug away. It's funny you say plug because my show is all about technology. <laughs> so <laughs> well, could be battery operated. Let me get that there. Oh, there's a little hair on my microphone. Okay, it's all right. I, uh, <laughs> I, I like to groom. I'm grooming you. Grooming. <laughs> we're talking about uh yeah i've got my show this year it's my very first solo show i'm doing uh an hour at the fringe festival it's called virtually a reality and um it is my way of dealing with my fear of the future and technology so uh, what do you think you are scared about about the future um i think how fast it's happening okay like you know every it's so hard even just to keep up to date with ai news because it comes out like Every other week, there's like some other groundbreaking development. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, ah, we get all this new tech before we even have the laws or the understanding of it to do anything about it. And then it's too late. I wonder if you fed my fanfic into an AI, like if it would spit out a hundred more. Because remember last time you were saying I should keep writing them once we're finished. Maybe I just get AI to write them. I I think you do. And not only that, but I think uh, generative video is probably a couple of years away. I think we can make this whole series. As in, as a movie? As a movie. <laughs> like, do, would generative video be able to, like, voice characters and stuff? Yes. Well, really? we, can, we can already do the voices. That's the easy part. The wow. hard part is... Animating it to make anim- to look real. Yeah, but if you did, like... There are ways. I know, we're just... We're going into the drawing board now. We're in the, the ideas room. Yeah. This is pre-production now. This is pre-prod, yeah. What, where And how can people get tickets to your show? Uh, so if you head to the link in my bio on Instagram, that's where you can find it. Or if you just go on Melbourne Fringe website and search for Jackie Hatton. At Illfection as well on Insta. Yeah. It, yeah. Yep. At Illfection. Um, or you search virtually a reality. Or if you go outside with a really bright torch and point it into the sky and say my name three times, I'll appear at the foot of your bed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your face appears in the sun <laughs> and spits out a ticket down or something like that. 
Um, no, but we do appreciate you doing this while you're sick. What other, um, what other AI or tech related things will you cover off in your show? So, um, I guess like one of the big ones is going to be deep fakes. Yeah. I find deep fakes really interesting. Yeah. Um, I find deep fakes really interesting mostly because it, the concept that, I don't know if you heard about this, but you know, um, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Has aphasia, which is a neurodegenerative. Like, Language related? Yeah. Does he yeah. have Broca's aphasia or Wernicke's aphasia? I, I know <laughs> both you. of these and I can't remember which one's which. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Bro- broker's aphasia, and I'm sure I'll get these mixed up, but I'm pretty sure broker's is like where you can't string sentences together, like mi- words are missing and stuff. But Wernicke's aphasia is where you can speak fluently, but, but it's like you're just saying nonsense. random nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. Peter Salt, Salt Jemima, t- terrible time, 47. Well, that, it wouldn't be like that because that was not fluent. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I don't actually know which one he has, but... Actually, this podcast sometimes feels a bit like <laughs> yeah, I have Wernicke's aphasia. Have you ever seen the Tono guy? No, who? There's a guy who's got Wernicke's aphasia. Yeah. But all he says is Tono. Ah. So he's like, Tono, 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 Tono. Yeah, so if we're having a conversation, he's like, Tono, 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 Tono. And then they were like, can you count to 10? He'd be like, one, two, three, Tono, 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 Tono. I feel bad for him. It's why did Who is Wernicke and why did he put this? I don't know. Isn't there a comedian in Melbourne called Dave Wernicke? I was... Hey, none of his stuff makes any sense. Ah, thank you. Actually, I don't know. No, he's a great... Cut that. I don't know that guy. He's a great comic. He is a great comic. I've seen some of his stuff, but that's funny. I am not. I shouldn't be slandering. (laughs) Um, Also... Last time we you were on the show, we talked about being in Japan and drinking Strong Zero. Oh, yeah. Has become one of the most viral things this show has ever done with, I think, 1.5 mil on yep. TikTok. And lots of comments just being like, oh, I drink that. F- I drink a bottle of vodka every night. Like, you guys are weak. 11%. That's like one glass of wine. Brother. You wouldn't remember if you did. Yeah, you'd be dead if you did. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. But also, I mean, maybe they weren't on that tra- traveler budget. Yeah, you true. know, when you're like just eating one roll of sushi from the Seven Eleven in the morning, <laughs> one and then of those Inari things or yeah, something. Yeah, and then you get a get a strong zero to go with it. Yeah, <laughs> and then you just you're plastered. Um, well, shall we get into the fanfic? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, what was the last chapter you were on? Do you remember? Um, yes. Uh, was it the Hogwarts school counsellor? No, that no, was No, it was Sam. the night bus. Oh, yeah, it was the Shunpike Express. Yeah, yeah. the Shunpike Express. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, a lot's been happening since. I think we weren't even at Hogwarts when you were last here. No. We're now at Hogwarts and basically, you know the evil teacher, Mr. Charger? Oh, yeah. There is now a Frenchman named Monsieur Charger who is teaching potions at the school. Um, and I'm not sure if you would have gathered, but it is like... Heavenly, he- heavily implied that that is Mr. Charger in disguise. Um, so he's back. And I think in the last chapter, the boys had divin... <laughs> You're just looking at me shaking your no, head. No, you've just ruined my day now because I thought we got rid of that guy. <laughs> no, he's back. And when the French turn up, it's never a good thing. Yeah, that's true. The, do you do a good French accent? Because no. if you... 
oui, oui. I can. Okay, cool. Well, we, we je, do. We je pe- peux parler le français parce que j'ai étudié dans l'école. Oh, did you study it at school? I did. Uh, did you? Is that what you just said? Yes. Oh, nice. Je suis désolé. Um, <laughs> je, um, we're picking up at chapter 20 today, um, which feels like quite an interesting chapter by the name of the title. Um, so, Jackie Hutton, whenever you're ready, feel free to begin by reading the title of the chapter, which is... Breakfast. <laughs> you fucked it. Fucked You've it already, already fucked it. Okay, wait. Let's, uh, that's the end of the pod. See you okay, guys. Okay. Nah, that's all I got for you today. <laughs> Thank you very much. Read okay. it again. Chapter okay. 20. Sorry. <laughs> chapter 20. Breakfast with the Dursleys. Ooh. Me and Sam usually go, ooh. Yeah, thanks. Now that's interesting. Because is Harry getting breakfast with the Dursleys, do you think? They're going to be so so old by now. In the last book, Uncle Vernon was a ghost and Harry was hanging out with Dudley because um, he was friends with Dudley now. They've made up and Uncle oh, Vernon's good. a ghost. Yeah, so maybe it's sort of following up on that. Okay. Good to see the Dursleys uh, back though. That's nice. Did you hear the theory that the reason that all of the Dursleys hated Harry was because he's a Horcrux and Horcrux make people act evil. I have heard that. I kind of disagree with it though because <laughs> – but don't you think like, okay, he, he's a Horcrux, but like if he wasn't a Horcrux, are, are you saying they would have been just really nice to him, do you think? Well, yeah, I guess like that. Well, the theory is that they've been like around him for so long that he's like rotten there. Yeah, but they were already rotten from day one. And also he didn't rot anybody else. Everybody yeah. else seemed quite Everyone charming. Everyone at Hogwarts liked him except Malfoy. Yeah. Like Ron slept next to him every night. He didn't get Horcruxed. Yeah. So I think they were just bad people. But decent theory. <laughs> yeah. Well, we tried to give him a, escape, like, <laughs> a redeeming <today>. factor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's pick it up. Ah, Hogsmeade, Harry said as he wandered through the small, narrow streets of Hogsmeade Village. <laughs> Good he read. He loved this place. So many great memories of being at school and coming here during the weekends, buying lollies from Zon- Zonko's joke shop, buying shit, <laughs> buying lollies and prank stuff. <laughs> Everything. Also, is, isn't, I don't think the Zonko's isn't the, pra- uh, the lolly shop. It's the joke shop. Yeah. The lolly shop is is a different shop that I can't remember the name Isn't of. Isn't it just a, a lady with a trolley? <laughs> no, but that's on the Hogwarts Express. Yeah, this I thought Hog- she just sort of does laps she- around town. <laughs> she just goes everywhere with a trolley. You guys want a chocolate frog or some shit? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> sales are down. <laughs> Buy some birdie bots. <laughs> sales are down. That first quarter we had in the very first movie... Yeah, not we good. sold so yeah. much yeah. candy. And then yeah. after that. Trolley lady, why is there a spike in revenue on this one day in September of like 1991? Oh, there was a rich kid on the train. He bought everything. No, no, <laughs> none of the other kids got anything. Selfish. But we've never had another customer like him. Like, pro- we've never seen such good margins. <laughs> we're like, we're like, we got we to double this. All right, the investors, they're so happy. <laughs> yeah. They're happy. We're giving you double the amount the ne- of candy. Next You've year, got to yeah, sell it. They double the inventory based on the sales and they plummet. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah, Harry flew a car to school this year. So, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, all the kids that wanted some chocolate frogs got some because Harry didn't eat them all. <laughs> I actually love it. It kind of looks funny 
in the Philosopher's Stone movie when Harry's like, we'll take the lot. And he's got like three coins. Yeah. Like, it'll be funny as if, if the trolley lady was just like, ah, oh, that's not enough. Like that, yeah. that'll get you like two droopals. <laughs> she's just like, doesn't want to. She's like, oh, I don't want to mess with this kid. Yeah. Like, All right, just do whatever he says. All right, let's continue. Buying lollies and prank stuff. Everything. Fingering Pansy Parkinson behind the Quidditch robes shop. <laughs> Fingering Crab in the asshole the next day. Because what? Crab said Pansy gave a really good review of his fingering style and Crab hadn't been fingered before and wanted to try it out. <laughs> so I love that, like, even though Harry was, like, enemies with Crab and Goyle and Malfoy, he was still fingering, fingering Crab them. in the ass behind the Quidditch robe shop. That's it. Seems sort of like a, a bit of a power play to me. But but also, like, what is this? Pansy gave a good review of his thing. Oh, of Harry's, Harry's fingering, fingering style. style. Yeah. Right, okay. And so he wanted to see if, like, it was just like a scientific experiment to see if the technique carries across, <laughs> across both holes. Repeat the experiment. That's how you know if the results are valid. <laughs> I love, isn't Pansy Malfoy's girlfriend as well? So there you go. Harry was fingering, at least fingering Pansy behind the Quidditch rope shed. Getting into Pansy's panties. <laughs> um, fingering a crab who then became one of the crabs cast in Finding Nemo and Harry didn't see him again. That was true love, he thought. <laughs> so Harry's like reminiscing, he's like, ah, oh, I wish I could have seen that crab in from Finding Nemo, which I think Rove McManus voiced. <laughs> Did you what? know that? No. Yeah, Rove McManus voiced the crab in Finding Nemo at the end oh my when God. they're in the sewers. Oh, that's great. And Harry Potter fingered that crab. But just do you think like Harry just got a bit confused about <laughs> who it was? About whether it was a crab or not? Or whether like, it was a crab or whether it was Rove. Crab, the guy <laughs> he goes to school with. I didn't even make that connection. Like, it's like, hey, uh, Harry, you here to finger crab? Because I'm a crab. You don't look like the crab I know. No, no, it's me, crab. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Where do, where do you even finger a crab? Yeah, do they have vaginas? I don't think they have holes. Yeah, they're so soft, solid and shelly. That's what they're known for is... Being solid and shelly? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, if you've ever eaten crab, it's so hard to get meat out of them. Like, it's not even worth Notoriously. it. So, like, I don't know where you'd be fingering one. Anyway, I mean, they must reproduce. Even the pinches. I don't know. The whole thing is weird to me. (laughs) All Um, right, let's continue. Harry was meeting his cousin Dudley and the ghost of his uncle Vernon Dursley for lunch and had decided to give both Hagrid and the ghost of Crab along because he wanted (laughs) Uncle Vernon's ghost to have a few ghost friends. And I think that's pretty considerate. That's nice. But, But also, is the chapter not called breakfast with the Dursleys and it says he's taking them out for lunch. Yeah, he's taking them out for lunch and he's just inviting whoever else he wants yeah. as well. He's inviting his former lovers. Hagrid he's bringing the, a crab along. The ghost of crab. No, I think it's the ghost of crab crab, like real crab, Yeah, who was actually mentioned in an earlier chapter. So, yeah, right. that's funny. But, yeah, yeah, give Uncle Vernon a few ghost friends. That's good. And the weird thing is he took him to a seafood restaurant. <laughs> Like it was crab. Do you want crab? <laughs> and then they serve up a crab, and he's like, "Oh no, I know this." He's crab. Like I can't finger this. Yeah. <laughs> finger food. Yeah, they got finger food for lunch. <laughs> All just right, some, just some nibbles. 
Hagrid plodded along fatly as Crab's ghost floated along the ground. Ah, there we are, Harry said and pointed. Dudley, who was about as fat as Crab, and Uncle Vernon's ghost, who was about as fat as Hagrid, were waving. <laughs> so everyone was fat. Yeah. Equally. Equally. Well, equally as one other person in the in the lunch. Yeah. Yeah. So Which like, is good. Yeah, because like you don't want the table to topple over or anything <laughs> Just like that. Just weigh everyone down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are, are you all right? Is your voice okay? I just have to cough every now and then. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'll just cut them out. Or no, I probably won't, to be honest. Okay, great. They you, all... you won't be sick at your show. No. Yeah, by the time this is out, you, you won't be <laughs> sick anymore. Not. Yeah, you'd hope so. <laughs> I hope not. They all sat down at Madame Luciana's Cafe of Quirkiness. Oh, Ooh, I guess that's new. I want to go. That sounds like it's in Brunswick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds like it's, yeah, in Brunswick. It sounds like it's in Brunswick and all the furniture's thrifted. Yeah, and all the furniture. For video viewers, you can see Jackie sitting on a couch that's also a hand. I feel like all the chairs would be hands. Yeah. yeah. Cafe of quirkiness. Yeah, we're in the, we're in the, the apartment of quirkiness. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one day, one day I'll make it. Yeah. <laughs> quirkiness, a new cafe that Madame Luciana had opened after she got paid a huge amount of money to do a naked shoot on Hogsmeade's Biggest Tits magazine. Even though she actually had small tits, they just use magic to make them bigger for the photo shoot. So magic is like Photoshop. And some yeah. people do say Photoshop magic. So yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like you can do it in real life. Yeah. I think with like technology, like when we get, you saw those Apple Vision Pro yeah. goggles. Yeah. As soon as everybody's wearing them all mm. the time, you can just make your boobs bigger because you'll you just think? be like an avatar. Like AR boobs. Yeah. Like people just see you. And you'll just have like big bazongas. <laughs> is that sort of like what make makeup is? Like makeup is yeah. like to make you look sort of better than you do, right? So if you if you had an Apple Vision Pro, you just put bigger boobs on and stuff without actually paying for them. Yeah, exactly. That's fascinating. Exactly. And and that's gonna be in your show. You're yeah. gonna talk about that. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she also auditioned for Big Brother. Okay. Just FYI. Yeah, that's good. Also, we've never heard, Madame Luciana has never appeared before in this book. So this is her first appearance. What can I get for you? She said as the group sat down. <laughs> ah, well, Madame Luciana, I'd like to order a Hogwarts espresso. Oh, in- that's good. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> a coffee, Hogwarts espresso. It is good. It's pretty good. And, and this time when it's spelled with the X, it's good. People don't like that. <laughs> And Dudley will have a baby Chino. Oh, cute for Dudley. Because of the weight thing, I guess. <laughs> he's, he's gallery cutting. So. <laughs> <laughs> Two ghost flat whites for the ghosts and uh, Hagrid will have a monster milkshake. And I don't mean your tits. <laughs> Is that written there? That's written there. I'm sorry you had to and read And then he winked. <laughs> Which were very nice on the cover of Biggest Tits magazine. Harry said. Oh, sorry you had to read that. What? Why? I don't know. I love big tits. That's great. <laughs> I love it a lot. I also, yeah, Hagrid will have the monster milkshake and I don't mean your tits. Yeah, I don't mean your tits. <laughs> and you might think I'm talking about your tits, but no, there is one on the menu. Chocolate, please. Chocolate, yeah. <laughs> please give us chocolate. <laughs> I auditioned for Big Brother said Madame Luciana, who took her wand out and waved it, making all the drinks instantly appear. Oh, yeah. 
She just wants to be recognised for being more than her tits. She's also an audition tape for a local reality TV show. Uh, she's multi-talented. Is, is it a magic wizard's big brother or muggle big brother? And she's going to like pretend she's normal. Yeah, she just <laughs> she just goes on there with the rest of them. Yeah, that'd be a funny twist. Hey, um, this year on Big Brother... One of the housemates has big tits. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say one of the housemates is a witch. <laughs> try, try and guess who. <laughs> you know how Big Brother's always like, oh, this year, two two of the housemates are identical twins swapping every day, or two of the housemates are in a secret relationship, and if they get caught, then they get evicted straight away. But in this one, it's like one of them's a witch who will regularly be doing magic. <laughs> Try and figure it out. We don't know how she does it or if this is safe. Tune in next week. Science can't explain it. (laughs) We'll get their memories wiped. Well, how about that, Uncle Vernon's ghost said chuffedly. (laughs) You know, Harry, I'm really coming around on this whole uh, magic thing. I think I'm finally okay with it. Wow, that's a big jump for Uncle Vernon. It took him long enough. It's taken him years to get to this point. It's You know what? Tits bring people together. I'll say it. I'll be the first to say that. They I think it bonded. was more that she used magic and the coffees just instantly appeared, not her tits. Well. Oh, yeah, uh, true. Something, something cool about seeing a celebrity out in public. You're like, Is that, did she did audition? She audition? <laughs> the other night. That's the real Hollywood magic. The other night we went to like the – um. There's like this friends experience in Melbourne at the moment. <gasps> yeah. And um I thought it would be full of like celebrities, but like there was no one there that I recognized except one person. And I was like to Claire, hey, is that Tahan from Big Brother 2013? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I'm like, I'm so sure that's Tahan. And then I went on her story and there was like nothing from the events. So I'm like, maybe it's not Tahan. Next day, went to Went to her story again. She put it was Tahan, yeah, and I saw her. See, that's so exciting. Shout out to Tahan from Big Brother 2013. Did you watch that season? No, I think I watched an earlier one. And there's only one character I remember from any season of Big Brother, yeah. and it was Nobby. Oh, Nobby, yeah, Nobby. And then recently, the Japanese guy. Yeah, he was great. And then I went to the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards that year, and he was there. And I'm pretty sure I got a photo with him. I was like nine years old or something. You're never going to believe this. The other day, one of my friends posted a photo and Nobby was on like 2008 Big Brother. Yeah, okay. And the other day, my friend Mandy, she posted a photo on Instagram of her and Nobby. And I was like, and and it was no tag or anything. And I I just messaged being like, is that Nobby (laughs) from Big Brother 2008? And she was like, yeah, yeah, he's one of my best friends. And she's like, I got no one has ever noticed, like no one's ever recognized him before. And I'm just like, yeah, that's Nobby. He had to sleep in the van outside the house. Do you remember uh, that? No. <laughs> okay. I remember any of the details of it. I just yeah. remember loving him. Nobby. And I was at a comedy show like maybe like six months a year ago. And a friend of mine, George Dimorelos, yeah. uh, another comedian, was there. And somehow he was talking about his friend who was on Big Brother. And I was like, oh, I only remember one person from Big Brother and that's Nobby. And he was like, that's my best friend. Oh, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> We're closing in on him, Mike. Wow, we should get Nobby on this We're going to meet Nobby. Nobby on the potty. Big Brother. 
<laughs> or Madame Luciana. Maybe Nobby knows Madame Luciana. Maybe the, uh, they auditioned together. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, she. Uh, no wonder she didn't get in. I mean, look at the talent <laughs> no, she was yeah. up against. <laughs> Shout oh, out, Nobby. <laughs> we love you, Nobby. What a formative <laughs> character. Does, does anyone listening know Nobby? As well, like, because what my my friend does, your friend does. It seems like Nobby knows everyone in Australia. He's just around. Yeah, he's just around. He I, got he got evicted pretty early though. Why is he such a fan favorite? <laughs> I don't know. All these years later, I can't remember a single other person. Three weeks on TV in two thousand and eight, and and literally nearly twenty <laughs> years later, people are like, "I love Nobby." <laughs> Two people on a we're probably the first podcast to ever talk about Nobby. We should start a Nobby dedicated podcast. <laughs> the Nobcast. Just all dedicated to like watching his every move. Yeah. Reviewing yeah, his big too. brother episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's keep going. All right. So Uncle Vernon's okay with magic now. Yep. No worries, Uncle V. Uh Dudley. Oh, I think you skipped a oh, I think I you skipped a paragraph. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, hey, don't worry. Harry who was mid-sipping his Hogwarts espresso and flicking through the pages of the biggest tits of Hogsmeade magazine, (laughs) instantly stopped as though paused in time, looked over at Dudley and stood up. No worries, Uncle V. Uh, Dudley, could I please see you over here for a sec? (laughs) Harry took a small step to the left of the table that definitely wasn't far enough away to be out of hearing range for everyone else. Dudley stood up and hesitantly followed. (laughs) I'm sorry. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Asked Harry. Wait, what was what? Dudley responded dumbly. Uh, what in was his, what, Harry? In his dumb, stupid ass. Fat voice? No, I'm not fat shaping. <laughs> <laughs> He's finally coming around on magic. Now, you know, after all these years... Some chick from a cafe waves her wand to make a fucking coffee appear and suddenly Uncle Vernon is coming around on magic. Ah, uh, okay. I'm sorry. How bad he could have come around on magic back when I was a kid living in a fucking closet, closer <laughs> I under sp- the stairs. I think it's supposed to be closet under the stairs. In a no, closer. It's, it's the cupboard under the stairs. I've thought it was cl- closet, but I've written closer. Yeah. In a closer under the fucking stairs. Huh? How about that, Dudley? I'm sorry. But that's just really offended me. I know your dad's apologised and shit, but saying shit like that just completely shits me. Fucking hell, Dudley. Fuck him. (laughs) Harry's angry. Sorry, Harry, Dudley said as the pair returned to their seats. Harry doing a fake laugh and a smile and pretending that he and Dudley had a completely different conversation, even though everyone at the table and other tables heard everything that was said. And that's why you can't mix cum with peanuts. <laughs> so everyone's heard him going, fuck him, Dudley, fuck him. Let's go back. And you can't mix cum with peanuts, that's why. <laughs> I, I, I got to know how he learned that lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's like. Maybe maybe you bring like strawberries or something into the bedroom, but peanuts aren't very sexy. No, what do you even do with like? I don't know. Maybe he literally said like to Ginny, maybe the reason Ginny left him is because he's like, hey, Ginny, when I come, I'm going to come on these peanuts and I want you to eat them. 
Maybe, That's yeah. the only explanation. I'm feeling like Harry's got a bit of like simple, like whatever wordy his aphasia is. <laughs> he's got like simple word association. Yeah. He's getting confused. He's like, he's like, you said finger a crab. <laughs> you said you wanted me to nut. I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, he has some kind of a face here. I'm going to say that's canon. (laughs) There was an awkward vibe at the table and Crab's ghost actually stood up and said he had to leave. (laughs) But Harry looked at him and said, stay, Crab. Oh, my God, don't leave. Come on, man, we just got here. And I want you to, like, bond with my ghost uncle so we can have some ghost friends and shit. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Crab said dumbly. Bunch of dumb idiots. I love, I love how cr- this is Crab's biggest scene in any Harry Potter moment, except maybe the one where he dies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they just like subtly replaced him. Yeah. Mm. Was that, that was him, right? Yeah. Crab's the one who didn't appear in the last movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as Hagrid's eyes awkwardly avoided eye contact with Harry and Uncle Vernon looked down awkwardly at his plate as he had ordered a cake for himself. So, uh, do you like being a ghost, Crab? <laughs> ghost asked Uncle Vernon's ghost over Waitley. <laughs> no, it's, so it's, you were doing it right. Yeah. Like, so, uh, do you like being a ghost? And then it's supposed to say Crab's ghost asked Uncle Vernon's ghost, but it just says Crab apostrophe ghost asked Uncle yeah. Vernon's Crab ghost. Crab ghost. <laughs> He asked him overweightingly. Yeah. <laughs> overweightly. God, you can't describe someone's way of speaking as overweightly. As their way, yeah. <laughs> Said in a real fat way. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Guys, it's all right. This book's from the early 2000s. Yeah, it was a it different was okay. time. It was okay then. It was okay. Uncle Vernon looked up. His eyes darted at Harry quickly, then to Dudley, then to Crab. <laughs> Then to Hagrid, back to Harry, back to Crab, and he smiled and said, <laughs> "So he's like worried about, well, because he's obviously heard what Harry just said to Dudley. So he's like, well, can I answer honestly? <laughs> uh yes, I love it. This ghostly chance at a new life. Of course, I miss my wife Petunia, who chose to pass on to the next life. And honestly, it was a difficult decision whether to return as a ghost or pass on, but." At the end, I just thought a ghostly existence would allow me to spend more time with Dudley and make my and my grandkids Diddy and Donkey. <laughs> the, the Kong family. The Kong <laughs> Dudley named his children Diddy and Donkey, possibly after Donkey Kong. <laughs> so we know in this world that, that Nintendo exists. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's a that's no, a no, dumbly kid. name to wait yeah. to name your kids. <laughs> Diddy. Diddy Dursley and Donkey Dursley. <laughs> yeah, I just want to spend more time with my grandkids. <laughs> Donkey and Diddy. <laughs> Don't, they sound cute. They're twins. Yeah, they sound cute. They feel and will. Um, yeah, true. Um, okay, Crab said, idiot fuckwittedly. <laughs> I mean, Crab is an idiotic fuckwit, so that All makes right, sense. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't realise he was saying this, idiot fuckwittedly. Let me try that again. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Sounds like he has aphasia of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Harry slammed his fist on the table, took a small step to the left of the table where he was before and said, excuse me for a second, please, guys. Dudley, 
Could I please see you over here for a second? <laughs> Dudley. That's exactly how I think. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good read. Dudley, <laughs> can I please see you over here for a second? Like, you know something's wrong. That's not the answer he wanted yeah. to hear. <laughs> Dudley excused himself as Crab, Hagrid and Uncle Vernon idly looked around. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> What the fuck was what? Dudley said timidly. A difficult decision whether to become a ghost or pass on. A difficult decision. A difficult... Harry lashed out in anger and stepped over the table where he flipped it with his hands. (laughs) Glass shattering, hot coffee splashing everywhere. Everyone looking around. Is this the table they were all sitting on? He's just just on the corner. It's probably gone through crab. (laughs) They were just sitting there. (laughs) He's just like... The elder coffee's gone. (laughs) Everywhere. When he was on his deathbed, he specifically asked for me. I hadn't spoken to him in years. Yes, Dudley, I kept in touch with you. I kept in touch with Aunt Petunia because she was my mum's fucking sister, Dudley, and you're my mum's fucking sister's fucking son. But that man, no. That man treated me like shit my whole life. And then he's lying there on his fucking deathbed and he fucking asks for me. And I'm there at home with Ginny talking about, oh, you know, oh, maybe he's going to apologise. Oh, maybe he wants to make amends before he dies. Maybe he wants to give me some cash, you know, to add to the will. But no, he looks at me and he says, is there any way I can stay alive through magic? (laughs) And I tell him, you were there, Dudders, I tell him. You could come back as a ghost, but it's not easy, you know. And he just sits there and he begs me. He begs me, Dudders. You were there. Tell me what he did, Dudders. Tell me. (laughs) He begged you? (laughs) Begged me, Dudders. Begged me to teach him how to become a ghost. And what do I do, Dudders? You were there. What do I do? Go on, tell me. Remind me. I've forgotten, Dudders. What do I do? (laughs) You've taught him how? (laughs) taught him how didn't I and now I sit here and he's saying it with a fucking difficult fucking decision I'm sorry I didn't realize fucking begging Madame Luciana had interjected and said did you guys want anything else (laughs) he's already tossed the table across the cafe (laughs) no thanks Madame Luciana Harry said smiling oh uh I'll have the souffle said Dudley (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. Two souffles, please. <laughs> also, can you scroll up? Because I think if we go up, 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 that was the first reference to Ginny in this book series, in my oh. book series. So we weren't sure. So that shows something happened to Ginny because he's like, I'm there at home with Ginny talking about, yeah. So Ginny did exist and was his husband, his wife in this so interesting to see what's going to happen. Okay. I love this. A little, little bit of a an Easter egg for later maybe. Yeah, possibly. <clears throat> Two souffles. Two souffles, Harry said. Anyway, daughters, let's pick this up later and sit back down. They took their seats and Uncle Vernon's ghost began crying. Then Hagrid began crying and Harry said, what have you got to be upset about? And Hagrid said, oh, nothing. <laughs> And immediately ceased crying. (laughs) 
they sat there. You sounded like Eeyore. Eeyore oh, from nothing. Oh, nothing. It's just <laughs> me being, just being a donkey ain't all it's cracked up to be. The tail comes off. <laughs> just me in the hundred acre wood, just trying to live my life. And then someone comes along and takes my tail. <laughs> That's a really good Eeyore. Thank you. I've never tried it before. You got a call. I wonder if I can do Pooh Bear. I wonder if oh, you can ride it. A- <laughs> oh, oh, Piglet. Seeing, oh, Piglet. Seeing you is, is, the, is the only... Th- it doesn't matter that there's no honey. Seeing you is the best present of all. Oh, thanks, Pooh. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> too much Kingdom oh, Hearts. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh Piglet. <laughs> Oh, poo. Always the optimist. Yeah, know. actually, that is really good training because if you play Kingdom Hearts, you're getting about seven hours of movie and about half an hour of gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sat there awkwardly with no table and the souffle actually never came because Madame Luciana actually got a call that she was heading as she was heading to put the order through from the director of Big Brother saying they <laughs> wanted her to be a contestant. Oh, my God, huge. So she immediately went to Dreamworld to start the show. <laughs> okay, so back in Nobby's era of Big Brother, they used to do Big Brother at Dreamworld, which is a theme park on the Gold Coast in Queensland. Yeah. So, so she's auditioned for the Australian Big Brother yeah. and they're back at Dreamworld now because I don't think it's at Dream. They demolished the... Big Brother house at Dreamworld, I think. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't be there anymore. <laughs> but this is – oh, yeah, and this is set in the future, though. This is in, like, 2060. There, maybe it was, like – I because my gut feeling is that she put in this audition tape 20 years ago <laughs> and they've just now seen it and been like, what oh, have we missed out yeah, on? Look how wh- big her tits are. Why did we cast Noppy? We could have <laughs> had her. <laughs> Rebuild the set. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. So they just sat awkwardly until Uncle Vernon cleared his throat and said, <clears throat> Well, we must be going, Dudders. Thank you for such a delightful afternoon, everybody. He smiled fatly. It feels like they've been there for f- 10 minutes as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we must be going. <laughs> you really fucked this one up, Mr. Mr. Uncle Vernon. Like, <laughs> uh, this couldn't have gone any worse. As Harry, Ghost Crab and Hagrid walked back to the castle, Harry was kicking rocks on the ground with his hands in his pockets. He looked over and noticed something peculiar. Oh, my God. Ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, my God. It's Vladek, the guy that's on the run and everyone's looking for. The mass murderer. Ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, my God. Vladek, Harry waved. Vladek, over here. Everyone's looking for you. What are you doing? <laughs> so, like... There's a mass murderer on the run. It's like, oh, hey. uh, Bin Laden, everyone's looking hey. for you, man. What? Come on. No one knows where you are. <laughs> hey, hey, Bin Laden. Yeah. Come, come here. We want to talk to you. Come on, man. We're all, we were just talking about you <laughs> on the nine o'clock news. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Which is also in a previous chapter of Ladek, um, was seen cited by the commentors in Hogsmeade. So now Harry, now Harry's seeing him, which is interesting. Mm. Crazy. He then noticed something else. Vladek was speaking to someone. Ooh. Speaking to someone who was conveniently behind a tree. <laughs> so you couldn't see who it was. 
You could just see Vladek passionately speaking to someone as though he was trying to convince them of something. Ooh. As soon as Vladek saw Harry, he quickly ran. That's weird, <laughs> said Harry, who then saw the Quidditch robes shop and immediately lost interest in Vladek and looked in Crab and said, Oh my God, Crab, remember when I fingered your asshole behind there? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> we were so crazy. There was a bit of poo, haha. <laughs> The author is a tortured artist. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit of boo. Remember that crap? <laughs> so you've just seen the equivalent of, yeah, like Bin Laden. You're like, oh, Bin Laden. He runs away. He's like, oh, anyway. Oh, remember when I <laughs> fingered you behind there, crap? <laughs> that was Goyle, said crap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the unreliable narrator. Like Harry's yeah. misremembered that it was crap. And it's like, oh, God, was that Goyle? Jesus. He flips the table. He's like, <laughs> And then he said, I, I literally fingered a crab and now he's saying I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, said Harry as they walked back. Harry noticed them slowly walking, slowly walking, looking down, trodden. So behind, Harry noticed behind Oh, them. sorry. Run that back. Run it back. <laughs> oh, said Harry as they walked back. Harry noticed them slowly walking, looking down, trodden. Bah! No, it's I oh, said it. Harry. Yeah, 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 as they walked back, yeah. Yeah, sorry. No. Oh, said Harry. As they walked back, Harry noticed behind them, slowly walking, looking downtrodden, was Cheese Man Damo. He appeared conflicted about something. Hey, Cheese Man, walk with us, man. <laughs> Harry slung his arm around his shoulder. Do you think a centaur's ever joined the army? <laughs> Harry's got such big cokehead vibes in this series. <laughs> you reckon a you reckon a centaur's ever joined the army? How would they fight? What what the what would the uniform be? <laughs> <laughs> now, can I say that to me, and I'm trying to get inside the head of the author, which is also me. Can only imagine. <laughs> I think that what it the reason the author has placed Cheese Man Demo there, who's a teacher at the school, who is becoming more and more suspicious, and. I think the link we're supposed to make as readers is that Vladek was talking to someone who mm-hmm. was behind a tree. Mm-hmm. He runs and suddenly Cheese Man Damo's walking back to the school appearing conflicted about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, think... have you got broker's aphasia? Is that why you're doing that? Very interesting chapter. What did you think as an outsider? Um. I, you know what, like just incredible writing. Really. <laughs> the writing was great. I was an emotional roller coaster. For it me. was particularly just with Uncle Vernon, like mm. begging for his life from Harry. Yeah, you know, but teach I me mean, how to be a ghost man. Yeah, he's begging for his life, but he didn't even appreciate it in the no, end. Oh, no. I want to spend time with my grandkids. <laughs> Harry's got grandkids too. <laughs> Didn't even mention Does it. Harry have kids? Like, that's the thing. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. We don't know. I thought we did. I might be getting um, no, well, my canon mixed up with Cursed yeah, Child. Yeah, you're in the Cursed Child canon. That's but a different did, timeline. Yeah, this is an alternate timeline. Do you want to look at the title of the next chapter? Oh, I want to look at it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do you oh, think of God. the title? Describe it without giving it away. Sounds like a... Sounds like one of my crazy Saturday nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of does actually. Um, thank you so much for being on. 
when you're sick. We appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me. Um, so do you want to plug your stuff in your show again? Yes. Please come see my show. People will come, man. I'm going to yeah. be there. It's yeah, it's I'm I'm really excited about it. I've put a lot of work into it. I've been working on this for almost a year now. Yeah, you told me about it a while ago. Yeah, this has been my baby for like a whole year and so I'm really excited for people to see it. Um I think it's gonna be really funny. Yeah. And um yeah, I'll give you a hug if you come. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go, guys. And so it's it's virtually a reality at Illfection on Instagram and it's on the Melbourne Fringe Festival. Is it on their website? Do they have a website or some shit? Yeah, it's on their website. Yeah. Yeah. Or can... some shit. Yeah, some shit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, definitely go. Jackie's been a huge supporter of this pod and one of our favourite guests on the pod. So go to her show. If you're not there, you're not a true fan. Uh, <laughs> Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Harry Potter and the boys and radio.mike on Instagram if you want to follow me. HPOTB pod on Instagram and TikTok. All that's left to say is goodbye, Hamores. How are you? I'm good. Cool. podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radiomikepod at gmail.com.